Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. Six minutes past the top of the hour. Lots to go today. Lots of things to talk about today. In fact, um, you know Betsy Johnson's running for governor, right? As an independent. Well, part of her legislative district, formerly held by a former colleague of mine, Brad Witt, who's retiring. Well, the Democrats have drawn that district to be, well, more Republican. We're going to talk with Drew Leda, who is running as a Republican candidate. He was a Libertarian previously. He is running. He's a Navy veteran. We're going to talk with him at the bottom of the hour to take over what amounts to Betsy Johnson's old seat or part of it. It goes in around uh, Klatskanai, Scapoose, North Plains. Um, it actually doesn't quite get to North Plains, but it is District 31. Vernonia, Klatskanai, Rainier, Columbia City, St. Helens, Scapoose. We're going to talk with him about that, folks, because it is part of what can happen in Oregon. Also, we'll talk with um, Jesse Lee, uh, who joins us here in just a few minutes. Let me throw this at you. Pacific Power wants a 12.2% increase for its rates. So Oregonian story does not hit on one of the main drivers of the cost. Also, Lars had a great piece about Democrat lawmakers quitting because they can't make enough money. They want a full-time legislature. Bad idea. And that from me as a former legislator. And finally, what if Antifa and ISIS were working together are working together in America. And what happens if, what would happen if it was exposed that they were involved in the big Las Vegas shooting? Apparently, there was a report prepared for a Trump National Security Council official that explicitly reports on multiple shooters carrying out the terrorist shooting on October 1st, 2017. Isn't it interesting how this has just left the news and isn't around? Let's go first to the phones quickly to, uh, we will start first with, we will start first here with Bill. Bill, good morning. Great to have you with us today. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, I'm in Bozeman, Montana right now working. Still live in Oregon. Uh, yesterday, the Freedom uh, Trucker Rally came through uh, Belgrade, and then it, I saw this morning on the news. It went through my hometown of Billings, Montana. Uh, it was really cool to see all the support and all the trucks and all the patriotism, patrioticism that uh, everybody's showing in support of being free in this country. I just wanted to point that out. That's awesome. Um... That group, I don't think, included uh, our group from Oregon, which uh, in a moment we're going to chat with Jesse Lee. 
uh, country singer from Oregon who is with the group from Oregon. I think they were supposed to be in Boise yesterday. We'll see where they are uh, today. But I'm glad yeah, that they're coming, and I'm glad there's I, I, lots of support out there. Yeah, I believe this one's the convoy going down I-90 to Washington, D.C. That's awesome. And so you saw lots of support? Oh, lots of it. I, I tooted my uh, diesel horn and gave them back my support back. Bill, that's awesome. Thanks for the report about that. Uh, we sure appreciate it. And we'll move on to um, to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. How are you, brother? I'm here in the great state of California. I think it's funny that uh, I went to the uh, last week to see Pastor Murillo. You know, 19,000 square foot um, tent revival. Yes. Yes. And over a third of them was kids from Oregon, Washington, Montana, and Idaho. Following the Lord and knowing their constitutional liberties, like Pastor Murillo says, people's eyes are wakening up. I want to address that power issue. I think it's just coincidental that Pacific Power wants a 12-point-something percent increase. Because you know why? PG&A, Pacific Gas and Electric in the Bay Area, just did a 12.5% increase. And they're killing another nuclear power plant. And the uh, price of fuel right now is uh, five oh, anywhere from 495 to 545 a gallon in the San Joaquin, Sacramento Valley. And, uh, you know, and basically where I grew up at, everything else down on the south side of the state, it's a mess. Enablement of criminality, but the gangs increasing in my neighborhoods I never thought it would be. You know, open borders, human trafficking, drug dealing. But don't worry about it, you know. Just move along. We're going to give, we're, you're just going to buy the chicken in every pot, you know, the FDR terminology yeah. of yeah, that's, that, that's right. sugar. But so what's, never what's the brother? average price of gas down in California that you're encountering right now? Right now I'm in Ducourt, California on Highway 65, 4489 for regular unleaded, 509 for diesel, and premium well, is 538. That's exactly where we're headed in Oregon. Ronnie, i got to let you go because I I need to talk to Jesse Lee. It's exactly where we're headed in Oregon because Oregon is adopting the same high gas price policies that California did. By the way, one of our state employees who shall never be named, because this person would get fired if their name was known, says the People's Convoy headed to D.C. There was a bumper sticker supporting the People's Convoy it said 18 wheels to flatten the curve. <laughs> Let's talk to Jesse Lee who joins us. Jesse, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. Good. Where are you this morning? We are in Little America, Wyoming. Uh, how did it go yesterday in Boise? It was, it was great. It was, um, we actually saw some of those. Um, we actually got one of those bumper stickers, 18 wheels to flatten the curve. <laughs> um, <laughs> yesterday um it was great it was um it was a little crazy the convoy itself so we left the convoy in pendleton last night and we kept driving so we could get to or two nights ago sorry man so we we got to boise yesterday morning so that we could be there to set up so the convoy was coming from pendleton to idaho yesterday morning and they were a little bit behind um so they ran about an hour behind um 
so we just we actually ended up just playing some songs and doing a little pre-concert for the people who were there but um the support was insane there were so many people there um with american flags and um don't tread on me flags and um and the the program was great they had a bunch of speakers they had the lieutenant governor speak um the truckers actually headed out early to try to get a little bit back on schedule which did not end up happening. It was a little bit of a crazy day in terms of on the road. Um, apparently, they ran into a couple accidents on the way up to Idaho. So our our itinerary got behind, but which made everything all the more incredible because we were, by the time, so the convoy left a little before the rally was over. Um, and so we also, so we were behind the convoy about an hour because by the time we finished the rally and got our sound system cleaned up and got back on the road, we were a bit behind. And so the rally was about an hour behind. We were an hour behind them. And even as we were going, and there were a few stragglers um, with us, and even as we were headed out from Idaho to Utah, people were still on the overpasses, in the fields, waving their flags. I mean, they had to have been out there for hours and seeing just bits of the convoy go by because we were all dispersed at that point. And it was it was so incredible to see people standing out there for hours and hours and hours with their signs and their flags. And then um, when we finally caught up to the convoy last night in Ogden, Utah, man, the reception at Ogden, Utah was awesome. And we we got back with the convoy and then Man, Utah to Wyoming. Holy cow. They showed up. It was dark. There were there were people just just everywhere. It was so awesome. We crossed into Wyoming and they had fireworks. There were people oh, wow. with with flags and fireworks and lights and um gosh, it was so and this is all for you know, a convoy that has been pretty last minute. I know there's been news out there saying that that you know the convoys are being canceled because there's not there's not enough truckers there's not enough support um well i don't know about for sure about the rest of the country but this one that we're on which was supposed to be the smallest one because we're coming from the farthest out and so this was this was what we've heard we're on the smallest one right now and it has been (laughs) so incredible it's been so cool and jesse i I gotta tell you that uh just before you came on, I got a call from Bill. Bill is working in Montana, and he is lives in Salem. He's working in Montana, and he listens to the show. Mm-hmm. He called in from Montana to say that he saw their trucker convoy and people yeah. all over supporting yeah. them on the overpasses. They are headed your way. They're coming down I-95. Folks, we're talking with Jesse Lee. Check out her website, jessieleeofficial.com. JesseLeeOfficial.com. Jesse, where are you headed for for today? Um, we are headed to Cheyenne, Wyoming. We have a, a stop over there. We're going to do um, about an hour um, there, and then we head to Nebraska tonight. We, I think, we're in Nebraska by about six tonight. Fantastic, Jesse. We will talk with you in the morning. Thank you so All much. All right, Jesse You're Lee, welcome. folks. Don't believe what you're hearing in the news media. In fact, most of you don't, to your credit. You are smart about that. By the way, I want to give a shout-out. Uh, there is a 
new Salem Capitals. Yeah. The new professional sports team, home court. They are starting their uh, their new schedule. It's a new team. Folks, you can learn a little bit about them. It's a basketball team. Semi-pro basketball team. Salem Capitals. And um, they have uh, they are going to play. Their home court is the Salem Armory. So just l- look up the same in Cap- Salem Capitals. And that's not Capitol. It's Capital. Like capital to start a business. C-A-P-I-T-A-L-S. Anyway, they've got uh, the uh, first game is March 4th. That's a home game at the Salem Armory. So go check it out. Uh, you can go to SalemCapitalsBasketball.com. It's all one word, SalemCapitalsBasketball.com. You can get season tickets. You can get tickets. That's great. We got a pro basketball team in Salem now. All right, back in a moment. More of your phone calls. Again, Drew Leda who's running for Betsy Johnson's old seat and has a chance to win it because the Democrats drew it Republican. Now, why would they do that? Anyway, we'll talk to Drew later at the bottom of the hour. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Um, hey, Phil, do do we have another caller on? I want to be sure to get uh, to that person. I'm, I'm a little confused uh, here that happens often folks it means generally that i need more coffee i do have another caller so we're going to go to that caller right now caller thanks for hanging on through the break who are you and what do you have to say today oh are you speaking to me i am and what's your name dear hi michelle i'm curtis's wife uh, and I, I wanted to let you know that um i was listening to mike gallagher last night and he was saying that uh, there was nothing on the news about the truckers, and he thought the whole thing had fizzled out completely. And a lot of people are hearing that and might believe that. So it would be great if Jesse Lee could actually send some photos taken with her uh, phone or something like that, and if you could put them up and then people could circulate them to make sure that people know the convoy or the multiple convoys are an actual reality. So I think um, let's let's look here. American Freedom Convoy uh, on Facebook. Let's see. Um, 
Yeah, they are putting up pictures on oh, Facebook. Um, American Freedom Convoy. That's the name of the Oregon one. Each each of these convoys kind of has a different name, Michelle. Mm-hmm. So, um, the American Freedom Convoy is the one from Oregon specifically that Jesse is with. Uh, I-80, I-84, uh, Idaho, Utah, Wyoming, Nebraska, she talked about. Um, they are putting up some pictures there, so you can see some of that there. I will. That's a great suggestion, and I will text that uh, to Jesse Lee uh, because I hadn't seen that uh, And maybe on someone her who is in charge uh, of one of the convoys could actually get in contact with Mike Gallagher so that he is directed to Facebook. I'm surprised he missed it because he's usually pretty up on stuff. Yeah, yes, I, I will. Um, I'll pass that along. Uh, that, that's okay, a, that's a very good suggestion because, you know, he has a national voice, obviously a heck of a lot bigger than mine. And, you know, he needs to know that he needs to correct that. And frankly, it'd be great if he had Jesse Lee or any of the other people organizers of these convoys. Would not on his be show. great. Yeah, it would. Although Michelle, thank you, you started it, Jeff. So yeah. credit goes to <laughs> yeah. you. Blame it on me, Michelle. Blame it no, on it's me. a good thing. It is a good thing, isn't it? Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. Freedom Heating and Air can make your life better if you're kind of uncomfortable at home right now because maybe that heating and cooling system hasn't kept up very well. Well, they can fix it for you. That's what they do best. But they also have a lot of other great services that can well can make your life better and keep your life better they have a blog post talking about preventative maintenance on your gas furnace just little things you can do and they even have diy kits stuff you could do yourself so you know what why don't you give them a call they can talk with you about all these things they can get you an estimate they'll come out if and if you need to replace something they'll fix it for you or they'll give you an estimate about that and you can check around most importantly, they'll get out to you right away. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456, or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. Uh, let's see here. Emails, emails, emails. Uh, there is this new legislative district. It's District 17. It used to be my district that I had the honor and the privilege of serving. Uh, it's it's up the San Diego Canyon. It's it's East Salem, Turner, Almsville, Staten, uh, including up into Idana. Beth Jones is running for that, and I'm going to try to make contact with her. And I want to thank Anna for uh, for letting me know about that. Uh, she's an Army wife. Uh, she's um, she's a lawyer who represents cops and corrections officers. Uh, she's very much a woman of faith. And that's and that's um, that's what we Tim uh, call in when we get to the um, the 650 break call back in at, at the bottom of this break, folks. We're going to talk to Drew Leda, who's a Republican who's running in Betsy Johnson's old seat, which has become Republican now. At least the Democrats drew it that way and they intend to take it back. Believe me, don't don't believe for one minute. Corby writes an email about me mentioning this story about this national 
security official who got a report that ISIS and Antifa were working together and that they participated in the Las Vegas massacre. Corby writes this, conspiracy theorist? I'm sure people have forgotten about how the conspiracy theorists were right on from the beginning and throughout about COVID-19 as far as masks not working and the shots killing and disabling people. And then he writes about ISIS. The conspiracy theorists reported a long time ago that ISIS was training Antifa. Yeah, that's probably true. And here's what's interesting about that. You're not hearing anything about this in the mainstream media. We did get a report that Pfizer or the CDC is hiding, has been hiding. This report from Pfizer that their trials on animals was really bad. And yet that all somehow just got hidden. Now we're putting something in people's body that kills animals, huh? Back in a moment with Drew Later, running for House District 31. I'll go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes for the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll chat with Drew later. He's running for Betsy Johnson's old seat, newly drawn seat in the House of Representatives. I want to remind you that Pfeiffer Roofing has this great new product called Roof Max. You can only get it from them. It is this soybean-based all-natural product that gets sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof. It gives it new life, and it gives it new life at a fraction of the cost of a new roof. To get a free estimate, to check out, see maybe if this is right for you, why don't you give them a call? 503-647-4725, 647-4725, or check out the video that they have on their website, PfeifferRoofing.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. Drew later joins us. Friends of Drew, uh, Drew for Oregon, rather. DrewforOregon.com is his website. Drew, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How's your day so far? You know what? I'm right there in fantastic land with you. I think uh, everybody who got a chance to watch the State of Confusion address last night is having a little bit of confirmation bias. Uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, you know, I uh, I fell asleep during it, so <laughs> I missed uh, all of it, to be I, honest with you. I think Joe you. did, you know, too. I, I, I think he did, too. I mean, he was obviously very confused by the clips that I have seen. Uh, lots of things that he said were uh, were either outright lies or just completely inaccurate. But you know what's interesting is there's a group of people out there that don't care and will not listen to the truth about those things, even though some in 
mainstream media are calling them out over it, calling him out over it. It's amazing, isn't it? Indeed, and that's and that's kind of what we're looking at right now as the Democrats try and sweep up all their indiscretions and sweep them under the rug, even though it requires them reversing every, I, I use the term loosely, policy decision that they've made. I, uh, I think their truths are being laid bare for everyone. So let's uh, let's turn that very reality uh, into what's happening in Oregon. There's there's something going on here that that I think is profound, that I think is even greater and bigger than what we saw in 2010. I think it relates to state elections. I think it relates to elections in school boards, city councils, but certainly the legislature. You're running for Betsy Johnson's old seat. Please tell me why. Uh, actually, uh, just a, a brief correction. I'm running for Brad Witt's seat in House yeah, District 31. Right, right. Brad got himself in a little bit of trouble, and plus with redistricting, making the 31st House District the reddest district west of the Willamette, I believe that uh, Mr. Witt understood that seeking re-election in this district and this time would be a complete and utter waste of his time. Yeah, I think so. Um, so how has the district changed and what makes you think you can win it? Well, uh, as we've said, uh, the redistricting took away from the 31st House District uh, vast sections of northwest Portland from the St. John's Bridge to the tip of Salvi Island right there at Newberry on 30. We lost Hillsborough, and as you know, these were two big kind of blue chunks within our district. Well, in the redistricting and taking those away, we were also seated western Washington County, basically west of, of uh, Banks. Uh, so we have pretty much rural Oregon, even though we're going to be the first district in 22 years to push back the liberal policies 55 miles to the east across the Multnomah County line to the doorstep of downtown Portland. So there's a whole lot of interesting things going on. We believe that they re redistricted it in this fashion to try and make uh, House District 32, which is Susan Weber's current seat, she's the one seeking re-election or election as uh, Betsy's seat. But uh, we think they made uh, 32 a little bit bluer so they could try and make it a zero net gain for Republicans in the House caucus. So you have run as a libertarian uh, previously, and you're now a Republican. So how do you fit within the Republican um you know, the mindset of Republicans who are uh, you know, kind of the base voters that turn out uh, to to win elections. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, yeah, I was a lifelong Republican. I was a young Republican since the age of 16, where I grew up with our little young Republican groups in uh, northeastern Ohio. As you are well aware, in the years following Reagan, that was somewhat more popular thing for young people to get engaged in. I got tired of what many consider the uniparty. As a lot of people know, it took not only the skillful attack of the left to get us here, but some would argue uh, an inept defense put up by the people in conservative circles. So 
that's why I made my little parlay into third-party politics, which uh, really, I would say, made me a stronger, non-compromising candidate. But when I, uh, you know, switched back to the Republican Party, it was more of a coming home ceremony, because as you were mentioning earlier, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, something more akin to the Tea Party movement we had going in 2010, which I was deeply involved in. So I think right now we're looking at that situation where it's kind of localists and cell-phoned people versus people interested in globalism where the government gets to think it owns the people. Yeah, that's got to change. There's there's no question about that, Drew. So um, let me just ask you some of the standard questions. Pro-life, pro-choice, what are you? I am firmly pro-life. I'm an adoptee. I survived that decision-making. I always err on the side of life. Wonderful. Where are you on the Constitution, our constitutional rights, and being willing to defend them using every tool you have available to you as a legislator? I am, I am pretty proud to say it, one of the strictest constitutionalists I have ever met, uh, just, just because so many of our natural rights are protected by that document. And uh, I don't think a lot of people fully appreciate that our national charter was one of the first government constitutions that outlined limitations on its power, whether than, rather than focusing on its divine providence or, you know, kind of the way all the other countries had set up their, their, uh, their structure of rule. And in America, our structure of rule starts with the owners of this country. We, the people. Yeah, that's what the document says. It, it seems like, you know, there is, there's so much cynicism out there as, as we have watched Republicans and Democrats, let's just be honest in this state, not willing to stand up uh, and walk out, which was a tactic they used very successfully, and allow themselves to be bought off with, in this case, $100 million that was just offered to them the other day, and apparently they're taking it. And in, in exchange for that, they're getting to negotiate around, nibble around the edges on bad legislation. Well, there's an old saying we have in this business called, you can't polish a turd. You can't make something really it. bad, a bad bill better. You just can't. It doesn't work that way. And the reality is, is that if you're unwilling to stand up for the most basic rights, like the Second Amendment, like the right of free speech, if you're unwilling to do that as a legislator because somebody's offering you a lot of money for your district, what good are you and why could anybody trust you? Where are you at on, on that type of thinking? I'm very glad you bought that uh, brought that up. Every elected official serving in our state house down to our local sheriff's department takes an oath to protect and defend the United States Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. It's that last part, bearing full faith and allegiance to the same. There's nothing in your oath that has a monetary cutoff. There's nothing in your oath that says, well, if they offer me this amount of money, I'm allowed to go ahead and betray my oath. A lot of 
folks in politics right now have lost sight of the fact of your word is your bond. And if you're, you take an oath and then immediately turn around and pushing and passing legislation that goes against it, um, many would argue that that would, in, in the act of uh, giving aid and comfort to America's enemies, dot, dot, dot. I mean, there is no higher form of treachery against the, the United States people. And if you remember how the Constitution starts, that is where the Constitution derives its authority from the people. Folks, we're talking with Drew Leda, L-A-Y-D-A. You can check out his website, drewfororegon.com, drewfororegon.com. So one of the most basic ways that you can get your message out there inexpensively is to go pound on doors, knock on doors, especially because that district has a bunch of conservative Democrats and a lot of independents in it. So are you out there doing that? Yes, I am, and I'm glad you brought that up as well because it gives me an opportunity to brag up on my party a little bit. As you're probably aware, the Oregon Republican Party invested a ton of money and resources into an application called Campaign Sidekick. Campaign Sidekick allows candidates like myself and the county parties to, without any problem at all, they bought so much data to put in the back end of this application candidates running under the Republican ticket that get in contact with the ORP's data manager, Melissa Lark, they can have the premium door knocking and phone banking software at their disposal. And face-to-face interactions are how you sway minds. Yes, they are. Drew, unfortunately, we are at the end of our time. Drew Leda, it is DrewForOregon.com. Check out his website. Good luck out there, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to chat with Gail and then Tim, who's back with us. I want to remind you, if you're looking to buy and sell a home, you should really think about talking to Rebecca Donaldson. You know, there's a reason she won the gold medal of the best of the Willamette Valley. It's because she's really good at what she does, her and her team. Why don't you give her a call? 503-269-0747. 269-0747. Check out her website online at rebeccasgothouses.com. rebeccasgothouses.com. Com. Let's go to Gail. Gail, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you for all you're doing. Um, I just wanted you to know, I'm in House District 17. I had those same questions you were just asking Drew. So I gave Beth Jones a call, and she called me right back. And we had a wonderful long talk. And she's doing just what you suggested, going door to door and you know, to have someone who's so on fire about the Constitution and the Second Amendment and pro-life, Rick and I just got on board, and so we're trying to help her with her signs. So if there's anybody in House District 17 who wants a sign or has a spot for one, 
Rick and I would be happy to get you one for her. She works full time and she's going door to door on Saturday and I figured that's the least we could do. Well, she's going to need to take some time off because as you get closer and closer to the election, you've got to spend more time out pounding on doors and she needs help pounding on doors. Um, going door to door, especially if she if she can't do it, then she need, needs to have volunteers doing it for her. So, friends, okay. if you live in in Staten, Almsville, uh, up the canyon, even on the east side of Salem, and you want to help somebody like Beth Jones, check check her out. Just Google up Beth Jones uh, for state representative, and and you'll find her website. And I'm going to do my best to get her on the air here uh, to talk with her. I was actually given uh, one of her her palm cards, uh, Gail, uh, by a friend yeah. not long ago. And I will make it a point to, to reach out to her to have an opportunity to get her uh, on the phone here. But she's going to have to have help because I will tell you, when you're an unknown in a new district, and this is exactly what happened to me, Gail, I pounded on doors full time. Now, I could do that because... I had a farm and I had a farm manager. If you're working full time, it's really tough to do that. And that's how she's going to need volunteers. And, and kudos to you and Rick for being willing to go out and put signs up for her. She's going to need more help than that, folks. So if you want to help Beth Jones, learn about her, give her a call. And if you want to support her, get out there and help her. That's how you do it. I Gail, have, thank you so much. I haven't. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to let you go because I want to get on. Uh, to Tim in a moment, but I also want to remind you, friends, if you are looking for a contractor that you can have confidence that will come into your home and not make a mess that becomes a nightmare and goes on forever and ever, you should talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. It's one of the things that he and his team do really well. They take care of their customers. And they do a great job, especially in the sensitive areas of your home, like a bathroom remodel or a kitchen remodel. If you've ever done one of those, and I have both, and it hasn't turned out right, it's really disruptive. You don't get that with RighteousRenovations.com. So check out their website, RighteousRenovations.com. Eric Azer, give them a call, have them come out and uh, give you an estimate. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Hi, Jeff. Uh Two items. One, the border, and the second one is our current uh, um, issue on the Republican Party. The first one on the border. I think we can look at prior military and the National Guard Act dividing them. Prior military, I volunteered to serve for Arizona and talked with the Secretary of State's office told him I didn't need a salary and I didn't need health insurance because I'm a right, uh, retiree. I sat on the first court-martial held in the state of Oregon. National Guard is under military law, not civilian law. And so they would have to be held in, in uh, a court-martial. Right. The second one is I did ask a local political activity if they had the authority to relieve me of my oath of office. Now, the local Republican Party, if we think finance will address Putin and cause him to change, then if we 
would not finance the Republican Party, would that cause them to change? It, if we knock on doors and all we can do is talk about an individual, which I don't think works, you can do it by having a policy withhold financing and cause the Republican Party to do create a policy. Well, by withholding financing, that means that we need to cut off Russia's oil imports to America, which means we're going to feel the pain at the pump on that. But, you know, every day that we are buying gasoline, we are enabling Vladimir Putin to invade a sovereign nation. So are we willing, in all seriousness, Tim, are you willing to pay more for the, the pain at the pump to stand up for the freedom and the liberty of not just Ukraine, because where does Putin go next? If you don't knock down a bully, what does that bully do? Keeps on bullying people. Are we well, willing to, t- to pay that price? Well, first of all, if the, the bully beats up the guy, then we didn't stop it. Second, we can change the Republican Party by knocking off their financing. You talk about an individual Republican Party that voted that you didn't like in the legislature. What if his activity impacted the Republican Party and we wouldn't support him? That has to be done at the precinct level. That has to be done by knocking on doors. You've hit the nail on the head because they are an incumbent. The Republican who has voted wrong, I can tell you this is how it works, Tim, because I've lived it, is supported by the caucus because the caucus wants to get them reelected because there's a 96% chance they will be reelected. That means the caucus gets money from the big lobby groups that support Republicans. So when you have a Republican challenger in a primary, that says, I don't like the fact that you allowed yourself to get bought off and all kinds of bad legislation passed. And I'm going to beat you because I'm going to go knock on the doors and I'm going to outwork you. And you can spend all the money you want, but it ain't going to matter. The caucus defends the person who vote, the Republican who voted bad. And the newcomer is at a distinct disadvantage. Now, that it, that disadvantage can be overcome by hard work. I know because I've done it. Tim, thanks. I appreciate your thoughts. 503, well, actually, we're at the end of the show, folks. Not going to be able to take any more calls uh, today. I deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Please, stand in the gap and pray for this state. Pray for freedom all over the world, in Ukraine, in Afghanistan. Pray that wisdom and courage will be upon our leaders. And if they're not going to exercise wisdom and courage to stand up for liberty and stand up for you, we need to get rid of them. And you need to be a part of it. I'll see you tomorrow.